The Ringers Nora Princiati and Nathan Hubbard are on a journey breaking down every single Taylor Swift album. For all you Swifties out there, this is the podcast for you. From her most famous moments to her most obscure references, every single album, Taylor Swift has it all. Check it out on the Ringer Dish feed, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear are so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Welcome to Jam Session. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm Amanda Dobbins. Packed rundown today, Amanda. We've got a lot to discuss. I'm thrilled to announce there's no Meghan and Harry. Uh, there's no Royals. But there's a lot of other great stuff. We, I mean, it's great by some terms. Just, I don't know, a lot, a lot to discuss. Obviously, Ben Affleck. We'll start there. There's Bill and Melinda Gates. There's Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. There's Britney Spears. There's Will Smith. I mean... A blockbuster lineup. It's a blockbuster lineup. Let's get into it. Mr. Ben Affleck. Which story do you want to discuss first? You want to go chronologically? Sure. I, I think that would be good. So that sounds great. We can, I'll take you back to Friday afternoon. It was, you know, post Oscars week for Amanda. I'm just catching up. I have like a little downtime at my computer and across the page six transom comes Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez spotted quote, air quotes, doing a lot of work here, hanging out, unquote. And the report used an SUV that was believed to be Jennifer Lopez's in which Ben Affleck was seen uh, entering and exiting and also being dropped off at the Bel Air Hotel, which is where Jennifer Lopez has recently been spotted doing a lot of her socializing. I believe there were also rumors that she and A-Rod were having dinner there post-divorce. I don't really know. That doesn't interest me as much as the idea. Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez, both newly single, spending time together. I I also um, want to posit that perhaps the Beverly Hills Hotel, or the, sorry, the Bel Air Hotel, mm-hmm. which is more secluded and far less controversial, um, is like a drop point where like maybe they meet there and then go somewhere else. Or it's like, it's, you know, it's kind of part of not being photographed and because the photos are actually fairly limited. There's not a lot of photo yes. evidence. This is like just um, 
a paparazzi report, which we we love to parse here. Another part of these these quick reports is that they were always friends and they they'd been in touch over the years. So like trying to like downplay this in some way, but it does. It, it did make me think about the the quote he gave for the fake oral history and style, where I was like, maybe they have been in touch and they have a healthy friendship. And don't forget also on the Hollywood Reporter podcast that we enjoyed so much while Ben Affleck was still campaigning for Oscars. And he talked a lot about the experience of being one half of Benefer and just like the completely unfair way that Jennifer Lopez was treated by the media. And he spoke with like great insight and passion. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) That's true. Good point. the, The reports also suggested that the Bel Air meeting was like, the Bel Air Hotel meeting was one of several meetings. I guess they've just been tailing this poor white suburban or like, you know, and that Ben Affleck was taken to Jennifer Lopez's nearby home, which somewhat supports your drop theory. Yeah, I th- I think that's what it is. I mean, these two are pros. They know. Also, they know that her house is going to be staked out right now because mm-hmm. of the recent breakup. And Ben Affleck is just like, apparently really easy to follow in Los Angeles as we see photos of him all the time. So they know what they're doing. I like it. I honestly, I hope this is a beautiful friendship and they're supporting each other in times of need. I I hope that's what it is. I don't, maybe they'll date. I don't care. I just hope that they're having a nice friendship. It's important to find support in people who know you and have known you in many stages of your life. There is a nice continuity to it, right? It's nice to think that 20 years later, and by the way, it is literally 20 years later in case Crazy. you want to feel incredibly old, that they still have kind things to say, that they're mature, that they are, um, you know, have shared experiences that they're building on. It It is also just a lot to take in because the 20 years, the interim 20 years have taken them a lot of different places and a lot of different things. And unless they really have been in touch the whole time, it does feel like a little bit of like a very weird high school reunion of like, so (laughs) what have you been up to? Well, got married, had some children, had some real career highs, some real career lows. Perhaps you've read all about it and like many major tabloid publications. I don't know. It seems like... It makes me both excited and just feel a little awkward on their behalf. If they haven't stayed in contact, can you imagine how uncomfortable those conversations would be? I just think they must have stayed in contact, at least like every other year. Also, just let me be real. I believe in friendship. I believe in like marriage that is trusting and flexible and, um, and people being able to stay friends. But if you're Jennifer Garner and Ben Affleck is just like regularly still texting Jennifer Lopez five years into your marriage, I, I would feel a way. What if it's a more recent reunion? Like maybe post since, since post Garner or something. That's still so awkward. Also, <laughs> like, like, I mean, there's no amount of time and everything they've been through that isn't just like the, the cringe, uncomfortable moments at the beginning of a high school reunion and, or to be fair, like a really good rom-com with the, you know, the scene where people haven't seen each other for a long time, but clearly have feelings below the surface. But I can't get past the initial meeting and then being like, you know, remember when we filmed that music video on a boat, like what you've been doing since then? I just, I don't know. Also, if it was in, you know, 2018, I mean, you know, Ben Affleck publicly went through a lot in terms of uh, his substance abuse struggles and it like was in recovery. So maybe she was a support to him. I don't really know, but it seems like a lot to be juggling, but 
fast forwarding past that, you get to the J-Lo and A-Rod phase and J-Lo is publicly rehabilitating the career of a New York Yankee when Ben Affleck <laughs> is a noted Boston Spurs. Like, where do they meet? You know, what can they talk about? I don't understand. I don't know why I'm arguing against myself. I think I just have a lot of misplaced social anxiety about the hopeful, like, easing of lockdown and trying to reconnect with people. And it's really hard. And it, I bet it's really hard for them, too. I just feel like Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez can never really work out. I don't think now is the time either. You've just outlined a lot of reasons why. <laughs> but I do think in like, you know, in vulnerable times and in times of need, you you go to a, a place that makes you feel comfortable and safe and also very known, right? Like probably the, the knownness of it, it must be super appealing for them. Like for regular humans, that's why you backslide, right? Cause like, you know what it is and it's, it's comfortable even if problematic. And so sure. for those two who have to deal with paparazzi and so many like messy entanglements, the, like the, the very known quantity of it probably is like incredibly appealing. And if you're on a backslide, I mean, this is the best backslide I could think of for both parties. It's very true. I think it would also be useful to compare it with Ben Affleck's other dating exploits. Yeah, like, which do we want we to were... backslide with Christine Uzunian? I don't think so. No, well, I, I was going to segue into the the Raya oh, uh, sure. situation yes. of the last 24 hours, which, so long story short, a stand-up comedian slash internet personality slash TikTok user as she's being identified on page six. Naveen Jay is her name, posted to TikTok um, a, a video about the time that she matched with Raya, with Ben Affleck on Raya, which is kind of like the semi-exclusive but not really dating service. I think emphasis on not really. I, I Well, I was just like trying to be generous. And thought it was fake, so unmatched him. And then Ben Affleck sent her a video on Instagram being like, Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. I think that the, that is the direct quote. Yeah. Um, uh, and she posted the video of Ben Affleck in extreme close-up uh, in a, in a, like a orange, like a coral t-shirt saying, Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me. Um, thus just providing quite an insight into Ben Affleck's online dating and general internet and also like photo framing habits. Let's get this out of the way up top. Did you have any qualms about whether the video was real? Um, no, I didn't. Okay. Just, just seems like bored or who knows what, or yeah, I don't know. I was just like, yeah, this, this checked out to me. What did you think? I mean, there's always a chance that it's it's fake, some sort of deep fake or something. We are living on the internet. Um, and the cadence in particular is really weird. Like the I tried to smooth over Naveen, why did you unmatch me? It's me, but like it was it was pretty weird, I felt. Um what year is it from? I didn't say. So, but I will say one of the arguments in favor of it being real, in addition to the fact that it's like Ben Affleck and it definitely looks like Ben Affleck, I guess we could analyze the facial hair and kind of the face yeah, shape. But we also, have to do a, an analysis that we haven't done yet. So yeah, we'll but I was that. I was going to say in terms of the the background that is visible, it's not composed. 
Uh, and it looks just like a weird white, white room with like a TV on yeah. at a weird angle, which if you followed any of Ben Affleck's aforementioned Zoom awards season campaigning, it like looked consistent with the rooms that he was sending content from in the beginning of this year. I would just It say. also, it looked like a fancy LA like new construction house. Like it just kind of like had that vibe, yeah. which seems right for Ben Affleck as well. Right. So I believe it. I like it. I also... But I think my one hesitation of like, is this real? Is Ben Affleck traveling to Instagram to send her the video? Well, there are a lot of rumors about Ben Affleck's private Instagram presence. Are and, there? I don't know any oh, of them. Oh, yes. I mean, for like for several years, and I, there were like no way of verifying these. Like, let's be clear. But I think like post-divorce uh, rumors that Ben Affleck uh, did have a private Instagram account and was using it as I'm I'm told the single people use Instagram. Um, and then there was a report. Single celebrities. I don't think that's regular person. I don't know. And way. listen, if it is, I yeah, think that's great. great. Like yeah. I am not bold enough to do it, but I support all of you. But then I believe last summer, someone identified a, a private Instagram account that Ana de Armas was following. Mm. Um, called and the name of it was positive attitude hunting Incredible! <laughs> and it said um ben and it's like the bio was something like just a dad who makes movies and then a link oh to God. his eastern congo initiative so people felt that it yeah, might actually right. be ben affleck so in that sense i do believe that ben affleck hopped to instagram to to send a video um it also is consistent that ben affleck would not know how to that Instagram would be the platform that he would use to do that. You know, right. that seems age appropriate. Right. Right. Interesting. Okay. 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 Well, I'm le- I'm leaning towards it's real. I'm okay. leaning towards it's Ben. And how does and that make, like you it. Makes okay. me, makes me feel? Okay. Makes me feel great. Makes me feel like Ben's just like us looking for connection <laughs> and attention and yeah. using his phone. <laughs> yeah. I just admire the slight chaos agent of it all. You know, it's just like there's always a, a left turn here. That's something that you don't quite expect from Ben Affleck. That's maybe not the most, I don't even want to say responsible, but um, straightforward option. You know, like I think Ben Affleck post-divorce, post Ana de Armas, being a dad, you know, doing the coffee runs, doing the school runs, not getting back together with his internationally famous ex-girlfriend from 20 years ago that like birthed an entire tabloid arrow would be, you know, a, a more um, normie choice. And Ben <laughs> Affleck is not being normie. And that in a lot of ways is the p- appeal of Ben Affleck. You know, my main takeaway from this though is how awful it would be to be his ex-wife. Like you just cannot disengage from all of this like it's in your life via the children and also I think they're friends and they I do believe they probably care about each other in some capacity mm-hmm. but like having to be a party to the chaos agent just seems so chaotic there's no other way to put it I think I would need to be heavily medicated <laughs> to get, okay. to get I, through each day and I and I think that's good to know yourself and I would hope <laughs> that you would do it responsibly like I like to think that Jennifer Garner is just like, you know what? That was not the wavelength that I am on. And it is in fact glad to have the chaos portion like removed from her day-to-day yeah. life. 
and it's like something that she knows is coming and can kind of, you know, it's the difference between having like a, um, like a chaotic friend versus a chaotic life partner. Um, so they, they were photographed this week, I believe, like at a swim class for one of the kids outside, which I mean, they can't catch great. They're photographed everywhere. But also I was like, wow, swim class sounds nice. I mean, that's how much I want to be outside right now, I guess. Um, so I guess they're doing okay. I just, it's amazing to me the extent to which Ben Affleck has just like charged back into the headlines, you know? It's, I love it. Thanks, Ben. And and some of it is not on him. You know, there was a reasonable number of people on the internet being like, why did Naveen Jay, the TikToker in question, not just go on a date with Ben Affleck instead of posting this on the internet? Yeah. And it's obviously because she's an aspiring entertainment person. We'll just use that broad category and decided <laughs> that, you know, the exposure and that would be more valuable than going on a date with Ben Affleck. I don't know if that would be my calculus, Juliet. Me neither. I yeah. don't know. Unfortunately, <laughs> the option's not up to me. Yeah. I think I would be so freaked out to get a message from Ben Affleck. I would, I would like probably drop my phone and then break it. And I'd be like, well, this is over. I did like instinctively kind of hide from the computer when I watched it, you know, it was like, yeah. I clicked on it and it's at the end of the video. So I kind of, I, I didn't know that the video was actually going to be shown. I thought it was just going to be her recounting it. And then he popped up and I was like, oh my God, Ben Affleck, but like is right there talking to me. So I agree with you. Uh, it, again, it feels a little awkward to me, but I, you know, I, I'm grateful for the content, I guess. I just, I hope he continues to thrive. Thank you, Ben. Yeah. Next. Less, less um, energetic, but still fascinating. Bill and Melinda Gates, after 27 years of marriage and over 30 years as a couple, have decided to divorce. They announced mm-hmm. it via the Notes app on a, in a tweet. Um, <laughs> this is how you do it these days. And these are two billionaires that have reshaped the world in very, very, very significant ways. In fact, I think that's an understatement from the work at Microsoft of which she was a part. I just want to note mm-hmm. to their work, um, eradicating malaria. And if you watch the hagiography hey of, um, Bill Gates on Netflix, you know, he's also very involved in toilets and clean water in Africa. Yeah. I mean, just amazing work. So it's a pretty big deal because they've had such a huge, 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 huge impact on literally like every person's life. So yeah, this is a huge story. I I was floored. I was just like, wow, the pandemic comes for us all. Well, that's why we're talking about it here. Again, I just want to reiterate like what Bill and Melinda Gates have done through their foundation for global public health, like is extraordinary and is ongoing, you know, and and they were focusing on that area even before um, the pandemic that it became such like a, a focus for all of us, which you know, also, um, I just feel like it's not like the same humanitarian work and it's led to them being billionaires, but like the work at Microsoft, like so fundamentally changed everything we know about our worlds. It's like so major. It's like, it's like Bill Gates might be like one of the most important people of all time. I, I just, I just want to mention that. Right. But that's not why we're talking about it on no. jam session. And that's not why that it was like a global event yesterday. And it was like, I saw the news while sitting at the lunch table with my husband and gasped. And he was like, Oh, Bill and Melinda Gates. Like it was a major event. It was covered as a business event, like in the New York times and the wall street journal, the, the piece about their divorce was the most popular piece on the wall street journal. Uh, as of this recording. And it, 
I mean, I guess it is a little bit a business event in terms of what happens to their public fortune and their foundation. Um, but to me, it was just interesting. It's like Bill billionaire is celebrity. Right. And I mean, Bill Gates is one of the richest men in the world and you can have a lot of feelings about that, but that people are suddenly going through court documents for this software engineer being like, is there a prenup? says a lot uh, just about how we think about like high profile marriages totally in this in like in this economy and a lot of it is obviously the precedent of the Jeff Bezos divorce and the more um, scandalous national inquirer tinged nature of that split that people were kind of conditioned in order to look at these things this way but um, i i think some of these stories are doing bill gates favor because yeah. in the fall of 2019 there was a couple stories in the New York Times about how Bill Gates met with Jeffrey Epstein several times. So I think that actually the emphasis on their um, uncoupling and their mm-hmm. business and humanitarian accomplishments is actually is actually alighting some potential information that could come out in the future and kind of doing him a favor. I mean, he's he's complicated. Yes. And this situation seems to be complicated. TMZ immediately had um, the divorce filing that Melinda Gates filed, I believe, in Washington State, which is where they live. And those papers indicated that there is no prenup. Um, The New York Times would indicate that uh, they are the New York Times piece suggests that uh, people do believe that there is a prenup because, you know, they married after Bill Gates already had it was already a billionaire. Um, I think he would become a billionaire many times over and how they disperse kind of the, the rest of that fortune and also how much of it goes to the foundation and how they, the foundation works is TBD. But it seems like everyone is dancing around something. I mean, certainly like the legal and financial aspects of it, but also the the why, like the eldest daughter posted to Instagram being like, by now you've seen the news of the separation. We've been going, it's been a difficult time, but um, we're going to be okay. I thought it was, I did think it was notable that their youngest child is 18. Mm-hmm. And so there is maybe a suggestion that it was like, okay, well, we'll try to make this work for, until, you know, the, until the kids, the kids are, are, are grown up. And yeah. then, and that, which, which is common, um, you know, there are blind gossip and other updates about infidelity, but you know, no particular details. I mean, people are just deeply speculating and like, honestly, just speculating about where all this money is going to go, which is how can you not? I'm really curious too, but it is, it's, it's pretty fascinating at this point. Everyone's um, fascination and fluency with the, the, I guess it's the Laura Wasser effect. Everyone is just like, where is the prenup? What is the prenup? I was literally on divorce.net.com today, you know, reading about like community property laws in the state of Washington. So I'm not above it either. It's fascinating. Um, I also think that there's just like a, uh, an interesting question about like what Melinda Gates making the filing and sort of, um, like what will she do in her, in her, in her post marriage life? Like, it's almost like because of what Mackenzie Bezos has done being Mm -hmm. so, proactive with her um humanitarian work and her philanthropy it's sort of like and 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 melinda and bill bill gates have said they'll be continuing to work together in their family foundation and that's not changing mm-hmm. it sort of like indicates to me that like obviously the, the foundation work will stay central 
but also like, you know, there is sort of like, um, a very recent example of how a woman like that goes on to use her, her largesse, um, which I I'm curious to see. And yeah, it's just like, it's like seismic news. I just really didn't see it coming. Yeah. It, it's worth noting that Melinda Gates does already have her own uh, firm separate from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. It's called Pivotal Ventures, which she's used to invest in issues related to women's economic empowerment. That's from the New York Times. I didn't know about that, but it is interesting because the McKinsey Scott, McKinsey Scott Bezos, mm-hmm. was someone who was mostly behind the scenes. Um, it's certainly not in the same way that the Bill and Melinda Gates have been Bill and Melinda Gates for, I guess, 27 years now. And their work has like very much been done together. And she has been like a, a public facing figure. It's certainly in all of their foundation work for a long time. So, and as, as you mentioned, she also was like, was a major part of, of Microsoft at the beginning. Not. Yeah. So it's curious to see how you reorient when the names are literally like in the title of the foundation together. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I'm curious to see what else comes out and like what they both do next. Good luck to their kids mostly. Yeah. I, you know, I bet the kids will be okay, but it's tough. Um, moving on. Britney Spears posted a 90 second ish reel to her Instagram account yesterday. You know, I just hope Britney Spears is well. I think we both fear that she is not. Um, but I, you know, been a lot of chatter about Britney as a result of the various, um, cases that are going on and also about their, her conservatorship. And then of course the New York times Hulu special. Um, and this was sort of her post to respond to all of that. And it is a, um, basically her dancing. I have some questions about the various rooms she's in. Mm-hmm. She directly addresses the fact that there are these documentaries that are, um, you know, ele- they're supposedly kind of like rewriting the story on her, trying to, um, explain how she was like unfairly covered and overly sexualized at a young age, but they're still affecting her. Um, and she also calls out someone named Billy B who I didn't know who that was. And I had to ask you, I was like, Billy Bush. Um, cause she says, I don't actually talk to Billy B at all. So I'm honestly very confused. I still don't completely understand that, but, um, I don't know. Britney Spears's Instagram remains very, very confounding and, and noteworthy. I can explain the, the Billy B thing briefly, which I also had to do research on, but it's a former makeup artist of hers who I believe sometime earlier this year told, I believe page six that. Britney Spears herself is not responsible for the written content on her Instagram because since the New York times Hulu special, um, there has been obviously a lot of focus on her Instagram. And within that special, they feature some people who, uh, give a lot of focus to her Instagram, even before it, that I would say was not my favorite part of that documentary. Yeah. But, um, and she's been kind of making certain elliptical references to the documentary and who speaks for her and who doesn't on the Instagram. And this is the most direct and longest one. And it, notable, we should say that she is there. There's a video that she is in dancing in, but she does not speak or say any of this in the video that there's a video and then there is written content. Um, so I think it, it was her acknowledging the suggestions that maybe the Instagram isn't content, isn't directly where the social media content isn't directly from her, but 
you know, then you read the comments on it, which is a disaster. And I'm, I, I, I failed at my mission today because I read Instagram comments and I'm sorry to everyone, <laughs> but, uh, you know, a lot of people are suggesting like, okay, well, but you're not, you know, you're, you're not actually speaking in this. How do we know? So, I mean, so she's right. The, the level of scrutiny is intense and continues. And here we are talking about it. And I think you and I both responded to the the Times Hulu documentary thinking it had a lot of of new information specifically about the conservatorship, which continues to, I continue to have more questions about it. Um, last week, I believe Britney Spears asked to testify herself she in did. a court hearing in th- this summer. And so that will obviously make a lot of, of news and you know, is an ongoing situation that I think is worthy of investigation. The rest of it, you and I were both kind of like in leave Britney alone mode, which is the generation that we are. And we were um, led to understand that we were part of a media cycle um, and firsthand viewers of a, a creation of something that, you know, went wrong and seemed unhealthy for everybody. And it seemed in her best interest to like not be a part of it. So I'm, I'm sympathetic to the to the leave Britney alone aspect of it. But there is still a lot of stuff going on around it. I, you know, I, 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 I agree with you. I, I hope she's well. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real, hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says, Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Let's move on. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley went to the Kentucky Derby this past weekend. They were in a box or hanging out with um, some of Aaron Rodgers' teammates and one of Shailene Woodley's teammates, Mr. Miles Teller, 
and his wife, Miles Teller and Shailene Woodley, of course, were in the spectacular now and divergent. Although I don't think they had a lot of scenes together. Divergent. If I recall correctly, I quasi watched that movie. Um, and seemed like they were all having a great time. I'm really happy that Shailene Woodley and Miles Teller have a strong friendship. I, that's, like, <laughs> that's your takeaway. It is. It is my takeaway. I think it's important to like, you know, nurture the bonds with the people that you meet in your formative years and like being a young adult. It's very formative time. And clearly they went through something together that has allowed them to be friends. And ben I think Affleck and Jennifer Lopez yeah. all over again. Right. You know, you go through something together. Teller and Woodley. I don't believe so. But Not that we know of who knows but, what happened. But, but I don't know. But again, you know, you, you go through through something together and you want to stay connected. I agree with you. I think that that's a funny takeaway from, (laughs) from everything that happened here. So it's important to note that we learned all of this from Miles Teller's wife's Instagram, which is just, she's a legend under her own, right? If you've been, if you've been in the Miles Teller hive at at any point in the last, like that's true. Seven years. I mean, her Instagram's really something, but so we haven't really checked in with Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley since, you know, the initial announcement, the Jemmy, Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel appearance. I can't remember which from the kitchen. Um, But they've sort of become Instagram public. And she has, especially uh, in order to promote Aaron Rodgers's um, celebrity jeopardy stint, which you can read more about from Claire McNear on the ringer.com. She's like very active on Instagram, like promoting her fiance. And so I've gotten more a look of a look into them. And I, I think I like, I I'm getting comfortable with the idea. I think some of the, it was just like a shock. It was like, how am I Amanda Dobbins supposed to understand two strangers in a relationship? And so now I'm kind of like understanding the contours of it. And I think that they both have some like strong, you know, weirdo energy in a nice way typified, uh, Exemplified by Aaron Rodgers' choice of hat in this photo at the Kentucky Derby, which I think he is technically wearing a a derby hat. I believe that a derby hat is another name for like the bowler Peaky Blinders hat that Aaron Rodgers decided to wear to the Kentucky Derby. But it's like one of those things where, you know, when you're like learning a foreign language and they have a word that you also have in English, but it means a totally different thing in the foreign language. It's like a false friend is what they call it in French. I think this is like a false friend hat. Like no one wears the weird like Winston Churchill hat to the actual Kentucky Derby. No one wore masks either. Just FYI, I turned it on for a second and was like pretty shocked. But he was the only person wearing this this weird hat. And he kind of looks like he's in like a Halloween costume and not like a Kentucky Derby Halloween costume. And I'm confused by it. But also he seems happy. So good luck to them. Um. I think I'm confused that you think this is a Peaky Blinders hat because Tommy Shelby would never. So just let's take, okay, take, so take that back. I, I confess that I've never actually made it through an episode of Peaky Blinders, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, you know, an old timey British person hat. Yeah. And I guess like horse racing is an old timey British thing. But you know, when I think about that, I think about like the ridiculous top hats and my fair lady. Anyway, I just, he looks like a, you know, a Magritte painting and not like someone at the Kentucky Derby. And yes, he does look like a Magritte painting. That's a good way of putting it. And I just, was that what he was going for? I don't know. I, it's, he seems, I, I hope Aaron Rodgers finds continued happiness. He was also 
um, making some moves in the football space. I read last week. Yeah, didn't work out for him. He's trying to get traded to a California team sure. so that he can be the host of Jeopardy. Sure, but um, he is one of the best quarterbacks of all time. We just won the MVP last year. I don't think the Packers would like to give up on him. Right. So he seems to be on a personal quest and it's manifesting itself in a lot of different ways. And it seems like he has a nice partner in that and Shailene Woodley. And I will continue to be like politely confused by things I watch on Instagram about these two people, but wish them the best. Me too. I like what Shailene Woodley was wearing. She was wearing a cool outfit. Yeah. It was very Lisa Vanderpump to be honest, but like Shailene Woodley, she was wearing like, um, a, like a hot pink linen two piece but like, it's mm-hmm. like a vest top and sort of like, I don't even know how to describe those pants. They're like, I don't know, like for like a suit. She good. Yeah, she, she looks nice. I mean, we don't really need to litigate the Kentucky Derby right now. Sure. Um, but yeah, it seems like they had a nice time anyway. All right. Last topic of the day. Will Smith going viral. Um, we love Will Smith here. I don't even know why. I mean, who doesn't love Will Smith, right? Because we're children of the 90s. Yeah. No, I think that you and I are of a particular age set. It's like a pretty narrow three to four year window where we were like young enough to even think like men in black and the men in black dance in the video was cool cool. and something we wanted to be a part of and like could even journey with him to wild wild west you know yeah i was just thinking um, about wild 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 west <laughs> sure um, and you're like maybe i know that this is like not that cool but also it's will smith and i need to be a part of it so huge will smith enthusiasts on this um, podcast i recently rewatched hitch it's just a phenomenal movie like it it's is. just such a good movie eva mendez <laughs> what? It- what? okay <laughs> It's a really like charming and enjoyable movie. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for right now in my home. Right. Well, like, and then there's good. I remember I I think I rewatched it last year and I was like, hmm, there are some issues here. But oh, definitely, it's there's some problems. But you want to yeah. know what? Actually, to your point about Will Smith, I think Hitch for like people a little bit younger than us, like six years younger than us, mm-hmm. that's like one of their main Will Smith touch points, and it's like a very popular with people who are currently like 28 years old. Okay. So I don't know. Anyway, he's got some real hits. I th- I've been thinking a lot about I Am Legend, which is his New York zombie apocalypse movie sure. through the pandemic, pandemic, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but today we're talking about him because yesterday um, he posted an Instagram of himself wearing his drawers and a, a unzipped hoodie. And the, the caption was and also slippers and the ca- outside, presumably at his home. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm in the worst shape of my life. And he just looks like a regular guy. Um, yes, he does not look like he's particularly ripped. He's definitely not like Hancock. He's not like... It's not bad boys. Yeah. No, it's not bad boys. He does not look like um, Mark Wahlberg, I would say. And right. I loved it. I was just like, Will Smith, We so many of us feel you and we we see you and we love you. And I thought it was phenomenal. Um, it really received 6 million likes on Instagram, which including is, one from Juliette Littman, including one from me who continues to dislike Instagram posts from people that she's never met. It's all, it's really nice actually, Juliette, <laughs> because like, I think I'm often later to a lot of the posts, you know, I'm like three hours behind you and, but then I'll just always see the like, and I'm like, Oh, Juliette was here. You know, it's like a nice <laughs> moment of connection. I'm like, Juliette too, looked at this weird post from a stranger and like felt something. Um, so I really like it. Thank you. That's really sweet. Um, so many of his, most of his like Instagrams get like a million likes. So this is, you know, high performer. Mm-hmm. 
And then today he posted a um, like boomerang of him similarly unclothed, but with underwear on. And the uh, caption was, this is the body that carried me through an entire pandemic and countless days grazing through the pantry. I love this body, but I want to feel better. No more midnight muffins. This is it. I'm going to get in the best shape of my life. Teaming up with YouTube to get my health and wellness back on track. Hope it works. Um, grit that like teeth grinning fist face. And then he says the photos are by Westbrook, which is his production company and Aiden, who I think is, yeah, director, producer, photographer, who I assume he's working with. So Will Smith and the Smith family undefeated at creative, creating viral moments to, um, promote Promote their their forthcoming projects. So I can't even be mad at it because I I love it so much. I love Will Smith so much, but like, there's a little bit of me that was just hoping that Will Smith was just like, this is who I am now, guys. Let's just all be okay with it. Yeah, I think it does undercut it slightly that like the next day the YouTube channel was ready to go with the workout content. But like otherwise, I think you're right. I think execution matters. I think it was just like very funny and charming. And I also appreciate, you know, this is like not the type of messaging that we get certainly on Instagram, often around body stuff and particularly from men. Um and I like that it's focused on, you know, health as opposed to um, getting into whatever, like, bad boys fighting shape. And he j- he's just posing with such panache. You know, I do really like the drawers, as you called them. That was a, it's a great word for... That's what, what uh, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it's just... It's endearing. And you're kind of like... I, I mean, you said before we started recording, I will not be working out with Will Smith. And and nor will I. But I support him on his on his health journey. And I like don't feel alienated by it in the way I do from so much of this content, which is... as Me too. It's the Smith family secret sauce. It's totally. They just like... They get it. I don't know. They're, they just do it right, all of them. And I'm sure they've got like a team that helps a little bit, but like... I don't know what Bill Simmons has written about this and talked about this. Like Will Smith is just one of the most natural born entertainers like yes. ever. And he I also, completely agree. And also, um, much like my icons, JLo and Beyonce, he's a hard worker. And I like really like to point out when these, when these mega, when these mega famous successful people also like, it's not an accident. They work at it. So yeah, there are people who work really hard and who also understand their particular skill sets yes. and then know how to present them. And it may not seem like being charming and not annoying on Instagram as a skill set, but let me assure you it is. And oh. that like that natural entertainer relatability quality is like what made us watch a lot of weird alien movies in the nineties. I mean, I have like seen all the men in blacks. So I don't know what to say to you. And I, I want to say this Tommy Lee Jones. It's really charming. good. I mean, charming. And, charming and, guy. and they have a good, they have a, you know, a good chemistry. They're, those are pretty great. The nineties were, um, great movies. You know, what's my favorite Tommy Lee Jones movie. The fugitive double jeopardy. Okay. No, no question. It's okay. so good. Well, it's, <laughs> That is a good one. I would say mine is The Fugitive, but it's a good one too. To each her own. Anyway, I love Seal Award. So I'm really happy that Will Smith has managed to transition from being in Men in Black to just being good on Instagram because I like having Will Smith in my life. And this is the the vehicle for him in 2021, it seems. I mean, 
what a what a pandemic journey for Will Smith too. I mean, from the August Red Table Talk, not the month, the August the singer to the yeah. entanglement to to this. I mean, the entanglement. I forgot about that. Yes, Just, I forgot about that. I I didn't forget the meme, but I did forget that particular terminology. Yeah, yeah. So the Smith family they they keep they keep bringing the heat, as Will Smith once said in a song. So. <laughs> Well, I, you know, I probably would check out this content on YouTube. I am sure that YouTube posts. You do like YouTube. I'm sure he'll post some of it on Instagram and I'll watch clips there and that'll be, you know, where I feel comfortable and I'll enjoy it. Yeah. All right. Well, it's really been a journey. Thank you so much for coming on it with us. We uh, got to talk about so many of our favorite topics. Yeah. Thank you to all the over 30 celebs who are still out here trying to make it work in a, in a possibly post pandemic life. We appreciate you. And Britney Spears be well. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll be back next week. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.